Coming up on this edition of Judica County Radio with Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, it's all about wills and estate planning. You don't want to miss it. That's all coming up next on Judica County Radio. Whitaker and Hamer presents Judica County with Joshua Whitaker and Joseph Hamer. Welcome into Judica County Radio. Your hosts are Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. They are the managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. They're practicing attorneys here in the great state of North Carolina. Again, Whitaker and Hamer, your law firm for life. Offices located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and in Moorhead City. If you have a legal situation that you're up against and you've got some questions, you can always call Whitaker and Hamer. 800 659 1186. That's 800. 800- 659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what that call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show, and we'll answer them on a future program, info at judicacounty.com. That's info at judicacounty.com. Josh, Joe, welcome in. All right. So we're here. Uh, me and Joseph are, are here this week. We're down, at, uh, we're down at Shady's in Garner. We're all set up. To talk about the law, all things legal, as we say. Joseph, how are you today? Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Josh? Good, good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see your face. I was a, I was a little sleepy here before you went and grabbed this uh, this Americano for me. Yeah, I got an Americano, and then I got a, a chocolate eclair and a stuffed s'mores cookie. And so you drank the Americano, and all I've done is I've eaten the cookie and the eclair. So I'm going in the opposite direction. Joe, how's your diet? Right how's now? your diet going, Joe? <laughs> Joe, how's the diet well, going? If you can't, if you can't tell, it's going pretty well. Um, <laughs> I'm doing this thing. I'm doing this reverse diet, and it's a, it's it's like a diet, but you just do the opposite, and you just eat as much terrible things as you can. Are you still doing ice baths? No, man. I'm doing a uh, warm everything now. Uh, <laughs> warm baths. Uh, I'm. Wearing a heavy robe everywhere, <laughs> staying in comfort. You know? So, so, so let me get this straight. So, you were getting up. Were you doing this early in the morning, and you take the ice bath? And, and it just depended, man. You know, I was. Uh, it just, just, it just, it depended on the day. Um, sometimes early, sometimes later. But I was pretty consistent with it, man. I'd like to go back and talk to myself from then, figure out what I was doing to have that motivation. Because now all I'm doing is I'm staring at the last little bit of the clear that I haven't eaten. <laughs> And it's just, it's, it's telling me to eat it. I have a, you know, we're, you know, we went to law school. Uh, we have, you know, formed, I think at some point, decent study habits and, and, uh, been practicing law for a long time. And so that kind of like, you know, we, we've got some evidence that we can show people that we're, we're hardworking and have good habits. That's what I'm going for. Right. Yeah. Good mental habits, maybe. But I have a hard time forming new good habits, um, in my old age. Yeah. I don't know, man, to be in that, like eating good, working out ice bath stage of life, you gotta, you gotta want it. And, and right now I just want this cookie. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling, man. I'm still exercising. I'm still doing the basketball and all of my newfound heft is really helping me, man. It has good games. Yeah. It's helping me. Yeah. It's, it doesn't help my bones. Cause after I play, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going to die, but it's helping it's just helping in general. You know, it's helping. It's it's giving me a lot more body to throw around. Your, you know, your girth. You've yeah. improved your. Girth. It's a way cooler sound when I'm stomping down the court. When it sounds like an elephant. When I play, uh, I haven't. I don't play a lot of NBA 2K anymore. But when I do play, I always make my guy like the fattest possible yeah. player. Yeah, and he's like eight feet tall. That's you right. do that. Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> I do the same thing, man. I like that. Give him a hundred on threes. Yeah, he's a hundred on everything. What are you <laughs> going to create a player for? And make him. Can terrible? you do that anymore? Don't you have to pay money to like? Nah, maybe. Yeah, I've, I'm. I haven't played any of the new ones, man. I'm talking the old ones. Though. Well, back in the back in the day, you were on your honor. Yeah, like you could if you were that kid who just made everybody a hundred. No one would play with you. I had no honor when it came to that. <laughs> I was a hundred percent going to be. We were jacking up. We were jacking our guys to the roof, man. I was going to be the eight-footer that weighed 1,800 pounds and could just shoot from half court. Well, now they, now I think you only get so many points. I think you have to pay for it. That's the big thing I haven't caught on to, man, the paying. Back in my day. It's you, the pay to play, man. Yeah. It's the microtransaction is what the, the uh, microtransactions is. That's what the kids call it these days. Yeah, back back in my day, it was um, you bought the game and you were done. Yeah, you got the game. Maybe they didn't you, have expansions. You didn't need one. Maybe maybe you unlocked stuff, but mm-hmm. you already had everything that you needed. I gotta yeah. take a sip of this coffee. You do that, man. I'm gonna 
this a clear i'm telling you it's staring at me and uh i do this thing where i'll eat like eight tenths of a terrible thing and i feel like that two tenths is what would really really put me over the edge but if i don't eat that i'm fine man i'm, I'm the good. opposite you know when i know that i'm eating something bad i like yeah. the whole thing mm-hmm. i'm getting all of it well I, you I, I i still eat the whole thing yes. but there's like a 10 minute period where i'm like i'm not eating that two two tenths of it man and i'm gonna be fine and then i it keeps staring at me like this is and then i take it down man i i went through this phase where i was eating i was i was eating fast food like uh for lunch you know i go through these periods I'll go through like three months where I just eat like fast food for lunch and have reverse course. Now I'm eating like spinach salad. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to reverse it, but then I'll lose a little bit of weight and then I'll go right back to the, right back to the fast food. Yeah. I'm doing that fast food thing now, man. I'm doing it pretty good. <laughs> not even just fat, just DoorDash, just not homemade, natural, delicious, healthy foods. It takes so much time. It does take a lot of time, man. I don't know. I've really let myself go. I'm very, I'm very disappointed. Well, we, we talk every week, man. A yeah, couple of weeks ago, yeah. you're doing just fine. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, doing great a couple a of, of weeks ago. Life, <laughs> life has some, some highs and life has some lows. And we enter this winter period. It's, it, it, it was yeah. warm then. It's cold now. And I think I've got a natural, I think I'm descended from the, from the polar bears, man. And when it gets cold, I want to get my, my body fat up just to get some insulation. It was, it's been cold the past two days. We're doing, we, we always. Because you're eating spinach. Yeah, that's, that's iron. That's yeah. good iron. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's that uh, sounds unhealthy for you. Well, as we as we sometimes do, we kind of have a theme show today. Uh, we're still going to be taking some of our listener questions that we like to do, but we've kind of uh, we've kind of got them all in one direction. So these are all kind of geared towards uh, wills and what yeah. you can and can't do in a will. Uh, what wills are, are best suited for. Um, so they all kind of they all kind of revolve around the same topic. We've been all over the place for the past couple of weeks. Figured we'd rein it in and kind of focus on on one thing. So we, we've talked about some of this stuff before and with different fact patterns and different context. Uh, but but maybe this is good with with how me and Joseph are eating. But yeah, I was going to say, man, I'm going to need one of those. We, we got to get our affairs in order. You're eating good. What are you talking about? Don't well, let me, you didn't even want any of my cookie or my Claire. Well, I, I just assumed you bought both of those for yourself. I did. <laughs> I did, man. I was hoping you would want some of one of them because I'd feel better about it. I haven't eaten all of them, man. I've just eaten the edges. But I don't even like we just got through Thanksgiving. I don't even do that bad Thanksgiving. Oh. Christmas Christmas usually gets me. Oh, my brother. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Mm. This all started with Thanksgiving for me. <laughs> if right. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, come on. What about Halloween? Got, what about Halloween? Go back to Halloween. Halloween. I'm fine, man. I'm not a can I, like candy doesn't do it to me, man. I'm not I'm not going to sit around and thank God, because if I did, that would be it. I would be uh, the lady. What what's eating Gilbert Grapes? Mom, you'd be getting me out of the house with the with a like a bulldozer. Um, but I don't like candy, so that that's my saving grace. Um, ice cream? Yeah, I like ice cream. That's not candy. Though. <laughs> who, who, doesn't like ice cream? who doesn't like ice cream? I've seen you eat some ice yeah, cream. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I like ice cream. I like terror. There's some terrible foods I like, but they're not like candy wrapped in a wrapper. Ice, you know? Well, ice cream. Well, I mean, ice cream's not candy. Man. It's kind of like candy. candy. I'm thinking can- candy's like candy, man. Uh-huh. Do they have ice cream in the candy aisle at the grocery store? If it's on that aisle, that's what I'm referring to. I got to. you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Anyways, Thanksgiving went off the rails, but you did good on Thanksgiving, so I'm proud of you. Man. I did. I did. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's gotten into me. I um, not candy. I don't like. Uh, I don't like when clothes get tight. That's kind of my signal. Yeah. I, I don't get on the scale, but if my clothes get a little snug, I lose and gain weight so much, man, that I got sets of clothes for when I'm fat, and I got sets of clothes <laughs> for when I'm skinny. And uh, I just pull them out as needed. You gotta, like throw, a you gotta throw away your fat clothes. That gives you the no man, because I know it's coming. <laughs> I know the winter is coming, and I need I need to put on that heft. Anyways, yeah, that's what's happening with me. Well, every you know everybody needs a will. You know, we talk to folks. Sometimes you 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 need some trust, a trust, multiple trust. Uh, the will kind of works with however you're gonna do your estate plan. Um, uh, it can it can you can. Depending on your total assets and what you're trying to protect, a will might do it by itself and also gets us in a discussion about probate, non-probate assets. Um, so we're going to do all that today. 
it's all about wills. It's all about estate of planning. All right, that's coming up on Judica County Radio. Again, your hosts are Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. Again, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices located conveniently for you in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. If you have a legal situation that you're facing, got a question possibly, and you need some answers, you can always call Whitaker and Hamer, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what that call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will give you a call back. And also, you can email your questions to the show, info at judicacounty.com. That's info at judicacounty.com. We are discussing wills, estate planning, and we have found our heft on the show this week. It's all coming back. Welcome back into Judica County Radio. Your hosts are Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, offices conveniently located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Farina, Gastonia, and in Moorhead City. They're practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Legal situation you're facing, questions you might have, we've got a number for you. You can call Whitaker and Hamer at 800 659 1186 and get answers to those questions. Again, 800 659 1186. Leave your contact information briefly. What the calls about and an attorney with Whitaker and Hammer will be in touch. You can email your questions to the show as well. Info at judicacounty.com. Josh, take it away. All right. So this is uh this is gonna be a show with listener questions all about estate planning, all about wills. And and we'll use these questions to kind of talk about the couple of things that I want to make sure we we talk about. We always try to do this uh show to get information uh out to folks who maybe don't deal with wills and estate planning every day like like we do and so like joe and i have always said you know we see the ugly part where people haven't done what they need to do and we see the fallout and the fighting and uh and the lawsuits that come from that and then we see how easy everything can go if if you've got everything planned and everything set up and um man you can make it easy that's right you can make it so easy or you can be lazy and you can make it very hard. There's a lot of there's a lot of people you run into who have that, you know, uh, my my family or whoever, my heirs, they can deal with it after I'm dead. I'll be gone. I won't worry about it. But they got uh, they some would argue they have a point, but that's not how we should <laughs> that's not how we should live, man. We should care about our loved ones, even when we're dead. So, you know, we we sit down with uh, just uh, a ton of people every month. We're getting close to the end of the year. And this is, you know, once you, once you get towards Christmas, once you get to New Year's, a lot of people are going to, I don't know why, I don't know if it's because people are off of work or spending time with family or traveling. Uh, a lot of times when like uh, the whole family travels on a plane or something like that, these are all triggers that get people thinking about their estate plan. So either doing it for the first time or updating, you know, doing the maintenance. Me and Joe always talk about maintaining, right? You got to do that with estate planning, your life insurance, insurance in general, you know, you need to you need to do that maintenance every year. Look at it, and we're not all perfect at doing it, but it needs to be done. It's got it's mandatory. I require it of everyone listening, actually. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off our, our talk here with a question. This is a listener question, and I boiled it down to uh, I always kind of boil these down to uh, to a good uh, length so we can talk about it. But this is the question: Will my assets go to the state if I die without a will? So Will my I don't have a will I die this this person's question is and I hear this a lot and 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 it's not a super you know it's not that's not really what we're worried about all the time if you don't have a will but Joe what would you do with that question Yeah so I mean it depends right like there there are scenarios where you know you have no heirs at law the the when when we talk about the state being involved and we talk about you know, the laws of the state and the intestacy statute that's going to come into play. What we're talking about is, is if you die without a will, you're, the law is going to dictate what happens to your estate. So, you know, the law is going to determine who your heirs are. The law is going to determine how things pass between those heirs and between generations. And, and so as long as you have heirs that the law recognizes, you know, you're, everything you have is not just going to go to the state. But in a scenario where you where there where there is nobody and there there is no one that can take, um, then 
in theory, there is a situation where where some of your funds can sheet to the state. Yeah, that that it's a thing that could happen. It's it's a remote. You know, we're in North Carolina. Me and Joe, we always remind you we're licensed attorneys here in the state of North Carolina. Not licensed in South Carolina, not licensed in Virginia. Of course, we have attorneys that are licensed in South Carolina, but me and Joe aren't. And when we're talking to you, we're talking about our, our experience with North Carolina law. And uh, there are some some situations where if you die without a will, your assets could end up as cheating. That's what we call as cheating to the state. But it's kind of rare. You would, like Joseph said, you'd have to have no heirs at law because basically what's going to happen North Carolina has intestacy laws. So if you die without a will, uh, the the statutes kind of write your will for you. So if you have, uh, if you die with a spouse, that spouse is going to probably get most everything. If you die with a certain number of kids, they're going to get a percentage. You know, if you don't have a spouse or kids. If you just got a weird uncle left. Yeah, yeah. The, the statute is going to try to get it to your closest relatives. So of course, if you're married and you have a family, those are your closest relatives. If you're not married or you don't have kids, um, it's going to go, we, it goes kind of up. We say it goes up towards, towards your parents. If you have living parents, if you don't have living parents, it start, starts looking for siblings, cousins. Like it just keeps going down the line. And if it can't find anybody, uh, it's going to cheat to the state. So if you die without a will, um, things are going to get where they where They're going to get to your heirs. They're not going to get to your heirs easily or in percentages that make sense. Uh, we've talked about this before. Like if you, God forbid, you know, something happens to 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 you and you leave a spouse and, and young children and you don't have a will and you're the only one on your your deed to your house, you're the only one on title, your kids are going to inherit part of the house, right? So if your wife, you know, needs to downsize after your death or move or, or whatever, and they want to sell the house right after you pass away or pretty soon after you pass away, well, it ain't going to be that easy because your minor children have inherited part of your house um so we're not here to say this it's called an intestity statute it doesn't save you from problems it doesn't save you from everything but what the state has tried to do is keep your assets from us cheating to the state and get them to your heirs uh but it, it's not very efficient i guess is what i would say yeah and whether or not the state's taking all your stuff after you die if you if you don't have a, a state plan that you've created it's not it, it's not going to be it could it could be what you want you know you could want exactly what the statute says but you lose control you've got no control over it it's going to be decided by the statute which is just words right written it's rigid right. it's uh it's the law there's there's no wiggle room there so you know and that's that's going to be what it is and um so again you lose the control you lose the ability to say this is exactly what I want to have happen to these things um and that's not good. There's not many areas. There's not many parts of your life where you have you could you can have almost complete control, right? So when you when you're looking at your assets and what you want to happen to your assets after your death, you have un I would say unfettered. I like that. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to say unfettered. unfettered. Yeah. yeah. So you have yeah. almost unfettered control over what you want to happen if you plan for it. Um, you can keep, we talked about this uh, a week or two ago, you can keep the government, not only will your assets not as cheat to the state, they'll go to exactly where you want them to go, but you can keep everything out of probate. You can keep everything out of the clerk's office, everything out of the courthouse. Um, you can put someone in charge, a trustee or, or what have you. To you can kind put of, crazy, ridiculous requirements on your kids getting things. You can. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. Uh, you can leave everything in trust to your cat, you know, yeah. if that's what you want yeah. to do. Yeah, yes. Or to some Mr. Mr. Whiskers, <laughs> Mr. Unfettered. That's so my cat's name. No one can tell you what to do with your assets upon your death if you plan. It, it's all you completely cut the government out of every aspect of it. They don't have any, you know, ta you know, taxes. I guess that's how they still get you. They can yeah, get you sometimes those taxes. Yeah, they can still get you there, but you don't. You don't have to worry about the courthouse. You don't have to worry about things that's cheating to the state. Everything can get where you need to. You can take care of uh, contingencies like uh, minor children or minor grandchildren. You don't want to dump. You can leave things to charity, man. Maybe you're a charitable type of person. I sat down with somebody the other day who's leaving their entire estate. They're they're in a position where they can do that. They're leaving their entire estate uh, to different uh, charities. And so, yeah, you can definitely do that, too. No and a lot of people still do it. A lot of people, even if they're taking care of their kids and their spouse, they still carve out some stuff or whatever was important to them. Point being, 
if you don't have a plan in place and you die and your favorite charity is whatever the Chuck E. Cheese Foundation, Chuck E. Cheese ain't getting under your money, brother. Because guess what? The state doesn't know that. And that's not built into the statute for, for any charitable organization to get any of your stuff. I, uh, you ever watched that documentary on, uh, it's, uh, it's on YouTube. I don't know where it was produced, but you, you, uh, you're familiar with Chuck E. Cheese. So you're familiar yeah, with showbiz sure. pizza. For showbiz. sure. Yeah, for sure, man. And there's this whole group of people that get the old animatronics and, yeah. and keep them alive. Like oh. keep like them going, like, like buy that. them, repair them. And that's they, not creepy. That's creepy. They no, have, not at all. It's very normal. But it's like in their garage. They just have like, yeah, of course. What was else? the showbiz? The showbiz bear. What was his name? Uh, they, I can tell you. The show. So Chuck E. Cheese was Chuck E. Cheese when I was a kid, and then it changed to Showbiz Pizza. And then wait, I can't, wait, 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 wait. It changed to Showbiz. Pizza? Yeah, Showbiz. Not from Showbiz Pizza. It went back to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh wow! So it was Chuck E. Cheese because it's the same thing, right? Yeah, it's not different. The the bear's name is Billy Bob Broccoli. Billy Bob Broccoli. No, yeah, that's not right. Do you think I just made that up? Why broccoli? It's spelled, it's spelled, bro, it's spelled broccoli, B-R-O-C-K-A-L-I. They just called him Billy Bob for short. He looks horrifying. Good <laughs> Lord. Well, talk about nightmare fuel, man. He looks like what I'm going to look like if I keep eating these, these chocolate chip cookies. I'll give you his name was probably Billy Bob. Sounds like it was right, but that last name cannot be. It's a. Bear. It's broccoli, brother. Why would I make that up? Billy Bob Broccoli. He was the leader of an animatronic band at a pizza buffet for children. Yeah, but it's ironic. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's his name, man. Why? Again, of all the last names I could make up for a who are fictional the, bear. Who, who are the other members of the band? Choo Choo and Beach Bear. Yeah? No? You think I made those up too, man? There's more. There's you think like... I'm trying to bamboozle you? <laughs> all right, hold on. I'll find out what the whole crew's name is. Yeah, there was like six of them. Showbiz Pizza band all right it sounds awesome anyway anyways there's a whole group of people that keep those alive and then the kids are all about the what the five nights of freddy's what yep, is that yep five nights of freddy's yeah the I kids are all about i that. haven't watched that movie it's yet. like a it's a game it, 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 it to my knowledge it originated as a game and it was like a cheap game where you basically you're looking at cameras essentially in like a, a, a Chuck E. cheese-esque place mm -hmm. and the animatronics are coming to life and you're tr you're trying to like keep track of where they are and they jump scare you that was uh, it started out like that it's gotten a lot more sophisticated they developed like all this lore behind it there's like a movie now not my thing man a little too young for me never got into it right. but uh i know more than you yeah so. I know. And, and i also know that billy bob broccoli was the lead singer of the rock of fire explosion ah you also had fat stronimo which who yes. looks hilarious he looks like an <laughs> He looks like a uh, gorilla that's been electrocuted. I remember everywhere. <laughs> I remember the gorilla. And like he's going to play the keys. Mitzi Mozzarella, who looks absolutely horrifying. Nice. Though. Like a, I can't even explain how terrible. Beach Bear. I like Beach Bear. <laughs> he's uh he's playing the guitar. He looks beachy. Um, <laughs> Duke Duke Larue. <laughs> Duke Larue on the drums. <laughs> and then you got Rolfie and Earl. So it's an animatronic vampire bear who has a puppet that's pretty that's crazy man looney bird yeah looney bird was scary looking uncle clunk those that's what i got wow all what, of these things are terrifying i was gonna say what kind of drugs do you have to be on to come up with that you know get in the room and come up with that band judica county radio yes we were talking about Chuck E. cheese and the animatronic yeah. band judica county radio will continue on the other side josh whitaker and joe hamer managing partners whitaker and hamer law firm your law firm for life offices located in raleigh garner clayton goldsboro fuquay Farina, gastonia and in moorhead city if you have a legal situation that you're facing and you've got some questions you can always call whitaker and hamer eight 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information. Briefly what the call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can email your questions to the show, info at judicacounty.com. We'll answer them on a future program. We're back with more about Will's question and answer coming up. Judica County Radio, your host, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. They have offices conveniently located for you in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and in Moorhead City. And if you are facing a legal situation, have a legal question, you can always call the firm and get some answers. 800-659-1186. 
That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact info briefly what the call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can email your questions to the show. We'll answer them on a future broadcast, info at judicacounty.com. We're dialing it in on wills and estate planning, question and answer. What just to just to as a jumping off point, we were talking about what was the name of the band for Shibas Pizza? Uh, Rockfire, something else, something else. It was like the Express or Yeah, Rock let's call it that. Rockfire Express. The what was the Chuck E. Cheese band called? It's funny you mentioned that because we are obviously <laughs> very, very much in sync right now. Because I had looked up the Chunky Cheese Chuck E. Cheese band. And they're called the Munch's Make Believe Band. Oh, I remember. And by comparison, there's no comparison, man. There's no comparison inferior. In every single way. The Chuck E. Cheese band? Yeah, and let me give you some of the names. First of all, I would like to petition that one of us, I don't care who it is, right. me, you, Morgan, somebody legally change our name to Duke LaRue. Yeah. I want someone to do that. <laughs> well, you're a Duke um, fan. I think it should be you, yeah, Joe. It's, it's spelled Duke, but it's spelled like D-O-O-K, like, like perfect, Duke, like Duke, like Duke <laughs> LaRue. Duke LaRue. Anyways, um... These are the names of the Chuck E. Cheese, the Munches Make Believe Band. You've got, let me find it. I had it. And then I started digging deeper because I was like, man, this is terrible. Well, Munches was like a scary looking Grimace guy. Yeah, he looks just like Grimace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how did he, how do they not get sued for that? That's, un, that's insane to me. But it was like Mr. Munch, Pasquale, something, another, Chuck E. Cheese, which apparently stands for Charles E. Charles <laughs> Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> and what a downgrade, man. Yeah, the showbiz. I think you make up a band like that. You gotta, you gotta have fun with it. Yeah, I agree, man. I'm very disappointed. Jasper, ja- like these are not. This isn't. Bring back. I hate. I never experienced showbiz pizza because I feel like I was robbed of a crucial development point in my life. And um, maybe I'd be doing something amazing right now instead of sitting here. I spent. I bet you I spent. $10,000 worth of showbiz tokens playing that four-player Ninja Turtle game. Yeah, yeah, showbiz yeah. Pizza. Yeah, okay. Okay, so they've got, you know, they've got those now, too. It's not that expensive. You can buy a four-player, the original arcade uh, machine, put it in your house. You could do that. I could. You've got three kids, man. You and your three kids <laughs> could do that. Or, or two, maybe you and two of your kids you like and me. Yeah. <laughs> we can make the other one watch. <laughs> You'll get a turn later, Mikey. <laughs> All right, here's my next question. Again, we're focusing on uh, really wills, estate planning in general, obviously. Uh, which really includes, you know, talking about power of attorneys and trust and, and things like that. And we're not, that's not our focus today. Our focus really is really just the will, even though that's one piece of the estate planning question. Um, but here, here is the next question I had. And uh, I thought it was interesting. I don't think we've ever talked about this on the program, but I, I see it all the time. I see where people have done it or they ask me or they want to do it. But here's the question. I want to disinherit uh, someone. No. Do I need to leave them at least a dollar? So their question is, they want to disinherit someone. Do they leave them out completely or do they have to? Because I think that's a big uh, it's a big urban myth. Maybe that's true in some states uh, or maybe, you know, but do I have to leave them something? Can I completely just leave them out? Uh, so disinheriting an heir. Yeah, so no, you don't got to leave them anything, man. Uh, le- legally speaking, you can disinherit someone. You can expressly state, I want to disinherit this person. And, and what you're doing, in essence, is you're treating that person as if they predecease you. Um, and now you could you could you can just disinherit them. You can disinherit them and their descendants. Like, again, you if you're crafting your estate plan, you have flexibility. Right. Like, that's the beautiful thing about it. So if I like if I hate my I love my kids. Right. right? right. But let's pretend like I'm you or someone <laughs> else. And I hate this kid. I don't like my kid. But I like my grandbaby that this kid gave me. I like the grandbaby. He can't help his dad. It's terrible, right? right? Right. I can disinherit one level. I can disinherit both levels. Again, you've got maximum flexibility. Now, now that you say that, and you, you, know, you talk about the fact of do you want to give them something, there is what the law allows, and then there's the practical reality of, of the fact that a will can be contested. Right? Sure. And so, you know, when we talk about a carefully crafted estate plan, there's nothing, there's really little you can do. There's things you can do, but, but still one of your kids, if you disinherit them, they could potentially go after your death and try to contest your will and say, you lack capacity, you lacked, you know, you, whatever, whatever grounds they want to try to contest it on. So the important thing 
in drafting is just to be explicitly clear about what you want to do. And like now, so there's really very little difference between giving somebody a dollar and then disinheriting them, right? Like there, there's practically speaking, that person's not going to be very thrilled either way. And they could arguably contest either way. If you, well, you know, I don't interrupt your thought because I think I know where you're going there, but I will throw this out there. You, if you leave them a dollar, they're involved. Like if you, if this will gets probated and, and you go down to the clerk's office and they open up an estate file and you leave them a dollar, that means they're going to get all the notices that go out in the estate, right? So they'll get, they'll, they'll be able to see your, your accounting of what's, what's in the estate, what other people are, are getting. You might need them to sign a receipt, right? To get the estate closed out. A lot of times people want to, clerks want to see that, you know, your, your executor, you know, whoever's uh, in control of your estate, they have to report to the clerk, right? So in this instance, nothing was in trust. Your will is, is uh, carving up your, your estate. Someone's in charge of it. They have to go downtown and open it. And a clerk is going to require a bunch of filings. One of the filings is a, is a 90 day inventory. That's going to list everything that's here in your estate. There's going to be a final accounting where the executor disperses, right? So if two kids are getting it, 50 50 and your third kid gets a buck they're going to have to talk to that kid that kid is a beneficiary so you're making them all have to work together to get your estate closed out and i'm sure the kid you disinherited and left a buck isn't going to be super easy to deal with all that for a buck good lord so it's it's definitely easier i think if you're going to disinherit someone like joseph was saying we usually are explicit you ha- yeah, that's my, yeah. You, you should be explicit. Yeah, you've definitely got to say you're doing it. So in your will, I mean, it can, de- it can technically be a sentence. You know, I'm going to disinherit kid number blank yeah. or kid whoever. Yeah, you don't even love them enough to give them a <laughs> name. <laughs> and, and, but usually we, we add language. So there's, you know, the, the instance like, hey, I've really had to help this kid out. He's pretty much gotten his inheritance while yeah, I'm alive. Yeah. I don't want him to get anything else. Or, you know, this kid you know, moved to Canada and doesn't talk to us. And I don't, I don't want him to benefit. And that's good. You know, that's, that's the more, obviously it's legally, we talk about legal sufficiency, which just stating I'm going to disinherit legally sufficient. The more of those details that you can put in, in a carefully drafted manner, the more unassailable the will will be. Sure. You yeah. Like that? I like that's that word. Like unfettered. Right? Yeah. I yeah. like that word. We're really yeah, using we're our vocab. Coming, man. We're keeping them coming. The, the, you know, we've seen people like, you may love your, your, I'm going to use this example because this came up not too long ago, but you may love your daughter, but yeah, your daughter I, may marry, I do. I do. your daughter may marry someone you, you despise. I can tell you that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> not, that's what's going to happen. And, and so you, there's things you can do too. You can leave your daughter, uh, things or, or, you know, if, if the spouse is that bad, you can skip and just set up a trust for the grandkids, like their kids, yeah, you know, yeah. or you could put her money into a, into a trust so that it's harder for a spouse to to get their hands on, put somebody in charge of it. But there's all kinds of way to exclude people. Uh, but yeah, I don't like that. I don't like, you definitely don't have to leave them a dollar. That's, that's not a law, nor has it ever been in North Carolina. We uh, specialize in petty estate plans, right? Like <laughs> you can be as petty as you want to be in administering this estate. 100 pennies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, but you can, you can do that and, and you, you don't have to leave them a dollar. You just really a detail detail oriented because you're you're you know those those kind of folks the kind of folks that get disinherited are usually the kind of folks who who will contest things if there's any yeah those aren't usually the nice the nice reasonable that just let it go yeah those are the ones judica county radio we are going to take a short break remember your hosts are josh whitaker and joe hamer managing partners at whitaker and hamer law firm practicing attorneys here in north carolina and again we have offices located raleigh garner clayton goldsboro fuquay farina gastonia and in moorhead city if you are looking at a legal situation if you have questions about uh, what's going on you can always call the firm and get answers to those questions the number is 800-659-1186 that's 800 800- Six five nine one one eight six. Leave your contact information. Briefly, what the call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show info at judicacounty.com. We'll answer them on a future broadcast. We've got more question and answer when it comes to wills. Don't go anywhere.
Welcome back into Judica County Radio. Your hosts are Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. They're the managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. Offices located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. They are practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. And the motto is, you know, Whitaker and Hamer, your law firm for life. If you've got a legal situation that you are facing, you've got some questions, you can get some answers by calling Whitaker and Hamer, 800 800- 659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show, and we'll answer them on a future broadcast. Info at judicacounty.com. That's info at judicacounty.com. Josh? All right. Well, we're going to keep on keeping on with the uh, the estate planning theme, specifically questions about wills. And so I've got my next question queued up here. Uh, I'm adding a little bit to it. So the question is, I thought having a will avoids probate. And then uh, I'm adding a little question. I'm adding, what's the deal with that? That's what I'm adding to that. I like that. I like how you did your hands. I like that. I I thought having a will avoids probate. What's the deal with that? Yeah, no, no. That's the deal is that you thought wrong. Theoretical question, asker, person. Um, you know, we would refer to probate as the involvement of the clerk of court, having to go down to the courthouse in any fashion. And having a will in and of itself, that... That avoids intestacy. It, it avoids intestacy, exactly. So it avoids, it avoids everything passing by statute. But you still have to take that will, and you literally have to probate that will. That is the term for what you're going to do with that will. So... You know, even in an estate plan where if we've drafted your estate plan and we've crafted it super carefully and we've we've say we've made sure to take care of all of the conveyances of everything that you own outside of probate, meaning that everything's going to pass, you know, whether it's already in a trust, however that may be, we're still going to craft a will for you, right? Because it's kind of a catch-all. It's a fail-safe, right? Because, you know, you could have some things that you acquire after the fact that aren't titled in the trust name. There's all sorts of situations where... You may still need that will to be probated to get everything where you want it to go. So, no, you know, having that will does not in and of itself avoid probate. Um, And a lot of times you are, even if you've done everything you can to avoid probate, you're still going to want to have the will just in case. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always make the joke, you know, we'll have people come in and and really just plan everything they can. And and, uh, a lot lot of times that involves getting things into trust. because, you know, trust, trust don't die, you know, so getting things into vehicles or situations where upon your death are automatically going to go to where you want it to go uh, without probate. Um, but we, there's still always a will because there's always like a, I make the joke, boat trailer. No one ever remembers to get their boat trailer titled into their trust name, right? That's right. So everybody has like a boat trailer or like, you know, a car they inherited or something that has a title to it that has to go through probate. So. Um, the wills, the will in a perfect estate plan, the will's just there just in case. And no, yeah, and in a perfect estate plan, you're not probating, right? Right. In a perfect estate plan, you take it, you ball it up, you throw it in the trash. Yeah. In a perfect estate plan, your heirs are just going to keep on moving. Nothing really changes for them. Uh, I mean, you can plan it to that with that level of preciseness, isn't a word. But uh, yeah, but, but it is now. <laughs> If you say it on the radio, it's a word. We should make up some more precision. Words. Yeah, with precision. precision. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. But but yeah, the will the will that's what the will controls. The will controls probate. And we talk about a lot of times. Um, you know, people we'll talk we'll talk about like a blended family situation where you know uh, you know uh, two spouses get married and they have kids from prior relationships, and so it's a blended family. And uh, maybe one of the spouses want to make sure upon their death, their children get certain things. And so they'll make out a will, leaving certain things to them. And then when they pass away, none of that stuff is, is available. And the will, there's nothing going into probate. And then they, they accidentally disinherit uh, their children. So that happens. But the will can only control what's actually a probate asset. And, and the goal is by the time you pass away, um, you don't have any probate assets. Those are all in other places that 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 don't need pro don't need anything to be probated. That would be my recommendation. Maybe you're a, t- a person that just loves probate and loves to go down to the courthouse and visit your friends and the nice ladies in the clerk's office. And in that case, by all means, 
let's maximize the probating of your estate. <laughs> but uh, probate, you know, probate's slow. Probate is, is a is a yeah. slow process. You're dealing with, you know, it doesn't matter how good the clerks are down at the courthouse. And they're fantastic. If you're listening, you're a clerk. Yeah, we love you to death. We love you. You are you're the best but, that there is. But wouldn't it be easier not to have to report not not for your executor not to have to report everything that you own it's a public record yeah. right that my 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 grandma's probate file i pulled it the other day from the from the 90s just because i was just down for there. fun <laughs> yeah just because it was there just for fun it's uh it's there it's a public record and it's it's there forever and if you if you get everything over into a trust you make everything non-probate then it's not you don't you don't have yeah. to go through it well now you're making me want to have a estate so my my grandkids will go back and pull my estate file <laughs> and have a, and remember, and remember you. yeah do you remember grandpa's boat trailer <laughs> uh, he forgot to put it in his yeah, trust he didn't put it in his trust man those boat trailers man boat trailers and um like uh oh man i was trying to think i had a good example and it, it left me but tra trailers in general yeah Never, never make it into the trust. They never, they Except never get it. Except for when you're dealing with the, the law firm of Whitaker and Hamer. I mean, that's one of our questions. Trailer specialists. How many boat trailers yeah. you hold on to? <laughs> How many trailers yeah. you got, big man? If you don't have at least two boat trailers, <laughs> you're going to have a tough time getting in the door for a consultation. I tell you what, man, I got one, I got one boat trailer and every year I had to do something to it. I got to put new tires on it this yeah. year. Yeah, that's your mistake. That's your mistake, man. Having nice things. Nice, nice. Yeah. The, I don't know, man. The, the other folks out there could can can probably, but your boat trailer is never ready for your boat when it comes to winter. Like my boat's still in the water. I gotta get it out. Keep it in there, man. What do what do what's the what's the worst that can happen? Oh, it gets dirty. Oh. It gets so dirty. Uh, you gotta change the oil. You know, yeah, you gotta yeah. do you gotta do stuff. I don't know boats very well, man. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know boats. All right, here's a here's a question. I don't like this question, but I'm gonna read it. Yeah, that's the spirit. Do I really need an attorney to draft my will? Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, I you you know, technically speaking, not really. I was so I was in it. No, you you don't. You do not have to have an attorney to probate your will in North Carolina. Uh, there's, there's, there's the draft your will. You asked draft. You didn't say probate. Oh, what did I say? You said draft to draft your will. I'm pretty sure you said draft. Let me look at my question. Do I really need an attorney to draft my will? You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you, we could ask both questions. You don't. You don't have to have an attorney to draft your will. You can. There's statutes that allow you to to draft what we call a holographic will, which is one that you've written yourself. Um, some, some, sometimes the statutes allow you to even do a. Uh, a verbal will, right? If you're on death's door, certain circumstances are met. Of, you know, sometimes. Uh, so you don't have to have an attorney, but you probably won't want. Yeah, I the mean, whole, we we spent this entire show talking about avoiding probate. I was in an estate. I was uh, I was in an estate. We were doing. Somebody was trying to sell a house here recently, so we were representing a buyer who wanted to purchase property. I went down and pulled an estate file, and um, it was about 15 years old, handwritten will. We'd call that a holographic will. So a handwritten will, nonsensical. Yeah. It, it made no it made no sense. It had, you know, it, it anyway, this person had died with real property and the clerks couldn't even tell what she was trying to do with the real property. So it was yeah. it was basically treated like the will. Well, we see that all the time with deeds too, man. You you have folks who come in. I mean, I've seen this happen where you'll we'll have somebody who comes in and they want us to prepare a deed for them. And the, the preceding deed in the chain of title is is one of those self-help ones where somebody's just done it themselves. And I've had to tell people straight up, like, you don't even own this property, brother. Like, <laughs> this isn't yours. Like, the deed that you put together isn't a deed. Like, this is invalid. Like, I don't understand how the clerk lets you record the register of deeds, but they did. But it doesn't matter. Like, it means nothing. Yeah, people have a tough time with that. And I, I am all for, God forbid, I don't want to pay anybody money when I don't have to True. pay someone money. Yeah, yeah. But you also can't... You know, you're talking about, you know, your most valuable assets, this deed example, you're talking about a house or a will example, you're talking about a house. Usually your house is the most valuable asset you, you have. And, and even if you have a lot of assets, it's still one of the most valuable assets you have. And just to like dial up a website and, and do a self-help deed, hoping a lot of times they use legal terms that the state doesn't really use or they try to create remainder interest that this state don't uh, doesn't honor or they leave out legal descriptions it's like or, playing russian roulette my brother like you don't have to have an attorney to do your will like i could come to your house 
and I could fix your septic tank for you. Right. But you're going to have poop everywhere. <laughs> you know? I was going to, I was going to use the dentist example. I can ah. come to your house and pull your tooth out. Yeah, I couldn't say you're going to have poop everywhere though. If I used that example, <laughs> I guess I could have, but kind anyway, of dentist are you? The, the answer to that question is you absolutely don't have to have an attorney to draft your will, but I would not advise it. Yeah. Why? Well, yeah. Attorneys wouldn't advise you to do that. Yeah. Judica County Radio, your hosts, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. We are talking about wills and the importance of having them. And again, a question and answer show for you today. If you have your own legal situation you're facing, need answers to those questions, you can always call the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call is about. And an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show, info at judicacounty.com. We'll answer those on a future program. We're back to wrap it up right after this. Judica County Radio, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. They're your hosts. And again, Whitaker and Hamer, your law firm for life. They're pricing attorneys here in North Carolina and offices conveniently located for you in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and in Moorhead City. And as always, if you're facing a legal situation, you've got questions and you need some answers, you can always call Whitaker and Hamer, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information briefly what the call is about and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch and you can email your questions to the show we'll answer them on a future broadcast we'll keep you anonymous though we'll do the subject matter info at judicacounty.com that's info at judicacounty.com Josh Joe take it away I can't remember what we were talking about before the end of the Duke LaRue <laughs> is that what we were talking about nah, we nah. were talking about that at one point do you think we were talking about oh, Dennis we were talking about Dennis and fixing septic things yeah obviously. yeah, yeah. The uh, that's a good business. Both of those are good business. Yeah, you get especially if you do them together, right? <laughs> I'll come over, I'll pull your tooth, and then I'll fix your your backed up septic tank. Like man, no one's ever more desperate than you are when you're like your tooth might hurt. You might <sighs> really need a dentist, but your septic system backs up. Your those are both very similar. Like, oh yeah, because you got a hurt tooth, man. That's that's terrible. But if you got if you got that backed up septic system too, man, those are both bad situations. The uh, real quick, so who I, I in my mind when we were at break, and this is what was happening in my mind at break. I was thinking about a battle of the bands that was the showbiz rock yeah, of fire. Yeah, was versus, it Express or Explosion? Uh, I think it was Explosion. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like Explosion better anyway. Rock of Fire Explosion versus what was the name of the Chuck E. Cheese band? Uh, the Munch something another, the Munch Munch Mystery Band. Hold on a second, oh, Munch's make believe band of losers, <laughs> and then. And then, uh, oh, what's uh, the Muppets band? Mayhem, uh, the Electric Mayhem. Okay, who okay. wins? Who wins in a battle of the hands? Oh, it's, it's, it's not even a contest. Muppets. Yeah, the Muppets. I Are you to, kidding me? The Muppets. No, that's the genuinely what you believe. Yeah, I love the Muppets. Okay, so you're telling me, Billy Bob Broccoli, <laughs> Duke Larue, and Fats Geronimo on the keys. I remember Fats Geronimo. How could you not? The electrocuted gorilla. I mean, Animal on the Muppets could get up there and do it by himself and win. I mean, the drummer. Just Listen, absolutely man. crazy. Did you watch the Listen show? To this. Listen to this. this uh, what, the Muppets? The Electric Mayhem. They had like their own spin No, but let me tell you this, man. Fats Geronimo is a silverback gorilla from the Abaddon Zoo. He is a parody of Fats Domino and Ray Charles. So you literally took the, the DNA of a silverback gorilla <laughs> and you spliced it with Fats Domino and Ray Charles. I like and to, you got this electrocuted gorilla. I like to go on the, on the YouTube and find like, it's hard, like the further you go back, but like the 50s and uh, sometimes in the 40s, you can find like the, uh, the live video. So Fats Domino has a lot of video out there. And growing up, I had a Fats Domino best of CD. Yeah. Fats Domino's got some good stuff. But he's fun. This Fats Geronimo. <laughs> but Fats Domino, of course, was at a piano. But he is very, he's very fun to watch. If, yeah. you're, ever, if you're ever just on YouTube, you don't have anything better to do. So so who are you trying to convince that the Muppets man was better than that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were better? Yeah. I've never seen these. It's I've, not, only, it's I've not, literally just seen still images of it's these not, characters. It's not fair, really, because the Muppets are not animatronic. That's true. True. So it's not really a super that's true. fair. Yeah, that's true, man. But I was just trying to think of other We got to we got to have a separate category. Did the did the Hair Bears have a band? The Hair Bears, the, the cartoon. Hair Bears? Let's see. Let's see. I don't hair think they were in a band. I can't remember what their story. It was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. The Hair Bears. Oh, it was Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw was in a band. Okay. Okay. The Hair Bear Bunch. 
Were they a band? The Hair Bear Bunch, is, is it just Scooby-Doo, basically? No. Scooby-Doo with an afro? That's what it looks like. Well, all Hanna-Barbera cartoons were just Scooby-Doo. Okay, but the characters fair, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. But Jabberjaw was in a band. I can't remember the name of that band. Well, guess what, brother? I can tell you what the name of it was. <laughs> Jabberjaw Band was... Uh, Jabberjaw was a 15-foot amphibious <laughs> great white shark. Dear God, in real life, man, that's a terrifying concept. I think they made like a live-action Jabberjaw. Yeah, they, that could have been uh, – I'd like to see Jabber Jaws, and it's like a mix, and it's just a, a giant great white eating people on the shore. That would be pretty crazy. Well, they had a band. I'm looking for it. Jabber Jaw played tambourine. It's just called ja- – no, that's a, that's a different band. Hold on a second. Hold, please. That's right. Hold, please. There's, of, there's an emo band called Jabberjaw. No, that's a I legitimate band. I don't want anything to do with that band. They, Hanna-Barbera had like nine cartoons where they were crime-fighting bands. Okay. Yeah. Jabberjaw was. I think Jabberjaw would have been the most famous of those. How, Josie and the Pussycats, is that one? Oh, that, I think it is yeah, one. That's yeah. got to be more famous than this because I've never heard of the Jabberjaw band. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's just Jabberjaw. It's not. I think it's just the, that's the band's name. You don't think so? No, I think it was like Neptune Express. Or hey, something. if it wasn't, it should be. <laughs> I got that stuck in my head. The I don't Neptunes. Know the Neptunes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we figured that out. Me too. I couldn't have. <laughs> Me too. You keep talking. I'm going to keep doing some some hard research. What was the the Jim? Uh, uh, that was one cartoon man. Jim. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. That was a thing. You watch yeah, a lot of cartoons, Josh. Yeah, you don't watch a lot of movies, but you sure have uh, seen, a lot, seen a lot of cartoons, man. I've seen a lot there's of cartoons wrong with that. in my day. Uh, yeah, did the Simpsons have a band of any kind? I don't. Nah, if you don't know right off the top of your head. Yeah, do you remember the not. band that Homer Homer was going to make? No, I don't. There was an episode where they were going to make a band, and uh, they were going to name it the... Uh, oh, it was, it, was, it was the Homer Simpson Experience featuring Lenny. <laughs> hey. The, or I can't remember if it was Lenny or Carl. But it was good. Well, I feel like I feel like we covered a lot of ground here at the end, man. I feel like we did. <laughs> the I show was really the show was really not doing well until we nah, decided I think to talk show about cartoon killing bands. It, man. The show was awesome. The show was and then you fire. went down some yeah, rabbit hole about animatronic bands, and then it just blossomed it got into even cartoon better. bands. Good stuff. And this is Duke LaRue. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the name of my septic company, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like Duke, Duke LaRue's <laughs> Explosive Jamboree. Uh, Duke LaRue. Dude, we'll Duke blow Masters. it out for you. <laughs> yeah. Great Judica County Radio, another edition in the books. Just a quick reminder, our hosts, Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer, Managing Partners, Whitaker & Hamer Law Firm, offices located here in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and down in Moorhead City. They are practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. And remember, Whitaker & Hamer, your law firm for life. If you've got a question that you have that needs answers legally, uh, you can always call the firm, 800 659 that's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information. Briefly what that call's about. If you have a question about animatronic bands, I'm sure they could answer it for you as well. But give them a call, 800-659-1186. Again, 800-659-1186. And you can also email the show, and we'll answer these questions on a future broadcast, info at judicacounty.com. That's info at judicacounty.com. Another edition of Judica County Radio is in the books. For Josh Whitaker and Joe Hammer, I'm Morgan Patrick. We'll see you on the radio next week. Judica County is hosted by attorneys licensed to practice law in North Carolina. Some of the guests appearing on this podcast may be licensed North Carolina attorneys. Discussion on this podcast is meant to be general in nature and in no way should the discussion be interpreted as legal advice. Legal advice can only be rendered once an attorney licensed in the state in which you live has the opportunity to discuss the facts of your case with you. The attorneys appearing on this podcast are speaking in generalities about the law in North Carolina and how these laws affect the average North Carolinian. If you have any questions about the content of this show, you can direct such inquiry to Joshua Whitaker at jmw at mwhlaw.lawyer.